Hello, everyone. Ken here from Neon Goldfish. Website traffic is the fuel that makes the car go. The more relevant website traffic we can create, the more leads we can generate, leading to more new business. Generating website traffic requires activity. You cannot be stagnant and gain more attention. So what can you do to create more website traffic? Where should you spend your time? In this episode of the Neon Noise podcast, we cover 13 actionable ways you can generate more traffic to your website. We're not suggesting that you need to employ all 13 of these to be successful. Take the couple you feel align best with your buyer personas, your comfort levels, the time you have available, and of course, budget, and run with them. We hope our conversation will help you learn a couple new ways that you can generate more traffic to your website. Enjoy. Hey, everybody, welcome to this episode of the Neon Noise Podcast. This is Justin and Ken. Hopefully, you guys are all having a great day today. It's the new year. Ken, it's 2017. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. I was thinking the other day, uh, this is going to be in June, the 10 year anniversary of us starting Neon Goldfish. 10 years of NGF for all you folks. Decade. I know. uh, (laughs) It flew by. That's unreal. It did. Quick 10 years. I hope that uh, the next 10 go a little slower, right? They seem like (laughs) things get quicker these days when we get older, but that's uh, that's all fun. We're having fun. Maybe that's what the the fun fun times are accelerating things, right? Right. You are correct. So, New Year, right? What do we think about when we hear New Year? We think about turning the page, starting fresh, doing new things, implementing, exercising, right? Getting, uh, trying to lose some weight. Sure, yeah. Make more money. <laughs> make more money. Read more books. Get more. Learn more yeah. about whatever, right? So, yeah. What's on your list this year, Justin, for um, 2017? Pretty much everything that I just said. <laughs> lose weight. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you <laughs> on that one. Change my diet. Um, yeah, eat, you know, eat, eat healthy, right? Eat healthy, I guess. You know, I mean, it's cool because it. Uh, it always, it's always something that you talk about in January and you try to act on it in February and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So hopefully I stay with it and do my New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I actually kind of uh, threw out the idea of resolutions this year because I think that they're kind of bullshit. So <laughs> right, <laughs> I decided to because we all, I mean, we all. We all quit our resolutions after so long, right? Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. we don't all, but the likelihood that you follow through on a resolution is right. not as good, right? So you scrapped so, the whole thing. You're just saying, I just said, I'm, I'm done. I'm not doing yep. anything. Uh, all right, man. I decided well, to do a, a series of experiments, rather. So uh, okay. with you goals in mind. And uh, cool. Yeah. So cool. like health wise, I'm doing this. 12 week challenge, uh, just a weight loss type challenge. It ends in uh, April 9th. Ends in April? All right. Yeah. All right. So, all right we're going to track this. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. It's actually put uh, yourself out there, man, because you know what? Accountability is, is it. And, and if you put it. it out here, we're all going to be looking on April. What'd you say? April 9th? April 9th. Yes. April 9th is the number. All right. So, what, uh, what are the goals? In April. Uh, the goals, well, my goal is one to complete the challenge. Cause I think that itself <laughs> is a feat. Now, you laugh, but that's, that I think is a feat in itself is hey, actually man. going through all 12 uh, weeks. I mean, I, I look at, 
I look at, you know, a 52 week resolution, which is a normal new year's resolution and saying, all right, I'm going to be good all year long. Well, I I decided, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to give myself a a small win and say, I'm going to work out and eat clean for 12 weeks and see what type of results (laughs) I come through. Right. right. We'll see. You know, I mean, weight wise, I don't know how much weight I'm going to lose. I'm going to do my best. You know, I I think that I could, I could drop, uh, I I love the goal. I could. 30 pounds, right? I think it's awesome. And then my second experiment that I'm going to do, and this one I'm more nervous about throwing out there to the public than others, but I'm going to I'm going to run the in October, I'm going to run the Detroit half marathon. Ooh. Yeah, 13.1 miles. So 13.1 I'm, miles. I'm going to start training for that immediately nice. after this 12 week challenge is over. I figured hey. maybe if I got rid of a couple uh, spare tires and yeah. make the running training a little easier. So, yeah. nice. I like but it. But enough about uh, enough about us, enough about uh, I like it. What we have going on. Let's talk about our listeners and our what listeners. they have, okay. what they want to hear. So, ideally, yeah, new year means that change. we have <laughs> yep, change on the horizon. We want to look at new things and we thought maybe one great topic would just be coming up with ways to drive traffic to your website. I think we have 13 of them today we're going to discuss. 13 Does that sound ways. Right? Yeah, it sounds about Beautiful. right. So. Awesome. So let's get started. We're basically going to touch on these. We're not going to dive super deep because most of these are, it, we're not going to be uh, presenting you with uh, something you've never heard of, but these are things that you are cognitive of, but we'll talk about the ways in which they can help drive traffic to your website. And right. traffic is that first step of uh, getting customers is getting more people that don't know who you are, or maybe people that do already know who you are, yep. our current customers back to your website to learn more about what you're doing, trying to get them through that buyer cycle again, right. that buyer's journey. Right. Right. So uh, what do we have on the plate for number one, Justin? All right. So number one, Ken would be, blogging. Um, if you're not already doing this, this is probably, I don't know, wouldn't you say this is probably one of the easiest ways to start driving new traffic to your site simply by, absolutely, you know, getting out there and start, you know, figuring out what your customers are, are, are looking for and, you know, develop your content around that. It's, it's not that difficult. Talk to your sales reps and just say, Hey, you know, what are people asking about? And, you know, go back and, you know, if you're not already creating that copy, then look at it and say, all right, you know, this might be an opportunity for us to get some additional exposure to our site. Yeah. I mean, answer the questions that your the customers are asking the most. That's the easiest, lowest hanging fruit for yeah. blog copy. Um, you know, blogs are great tools for driving traffic. Why? Uh, the search engines, they love new content and yeah. blogging is the most, natural easiest way to add new fresh content to your website right uh outside of rewriting your company history every day right which yep. is never going to happen yep. so we want to write good quality content it can't uh it, it's got to go past the idea of just any copy obviously we want to uh make these posts that we publish engaging and answering questions right. that our target uh audience is looking for mm-hmm. to be answered but yeah I, the blog is a real easy way it's a low barrier of entry most mm-hmm. websites these days i would say i would say most uh have some type of blogging component already built into them uh yeah. if yours is an active uh 
talk to your web developer and have them activate it. Right. But, you know, talk about questions your customers ask. Talk about industry news. It positions you as a thought leader yeah. as well. Adds credibility yep. so that you're you're going to be seen as the expert. And there's nothing better than getting into a competitive situation with a prospect and pointing them towards some resources you created mm-hmm. uh, that your competitor likely lacks. And it just it just really makes the difference yep. all in all. But from the traffic standpoint, you're going to attract more traffic by writing blog posts, answering customer questions, or talking about industry-related items. Yeah. Because the search engines are going to pick that up and index it. And that's probably going to be have a more compounding effect than than just that. Right. 100% agree with you. What about um, what about writing kick-ass headlines for those blog posts? That's a big one. Give readers just you got to give those readers a reason to click on your headline. <laughs> you know, I mean, don't be don't be the same as everybody else. You know, I mean, you just have to step out of the box and, you know, look at your competition, look at your, what your competition's doing and figure out ways to want to engage that person and get them past that, you know, past that first step, which is what they see. They see the headline and that's all they see. So they have to want to be able to click on it. Yeah. And what, uh, what we're kind of honing in on here with the far as the headline, the blog, the blog topic or the blog title is typically, um, the page title that shows up in the search engines as well. And so whenever someone conducts a search on their favorite search engine, they are uh, delivered a search engine results page or a SERP and we've all seen them. That's we got lists of results that have a large link at the very top. And then a description below. And then the URL we're talking about that, that link, that main page title there, we're competing for clicks on this page. So we've let's, let's assume at this point that we've done our, our duty in getting positioned on page one, uh, near the top at the top, number one, but, uh, let's, you know, we're now in competition with, with, with everybody else, everybody else on that page, <clears throat> who's going to get the click. And so this kick-ass headline we're talking about is going to be that convincing, enticing, engaging, uh, hook that gets someone saying, Hey, that seems to fit what I'm looking for. And it looks like right. I want to invest time in it. I'm going to click on it. And you know, there's a lot that goes into, uh, getting that click and, uh, you know, user engagement, something that, uh, Google is using now to even for their indexing for, for search signals. And so, um, the more you can get those people to click on your link and then ultimately stay on your, your site for some duration, uh, the, the better you're going to position. So take time and invest in, uh, writing a, a, a great, headline or a page title yeah. uh, because that's going to get you that extra traffic uh basically just through added click throughs uh off the serps wherever you're showing up right you my friend are correct what about um what about paid ads yeah paid search is uh number three on our list paid search is number three i mean anytime that you can have an ad which you can create in probably about 10 minutes 
Um, have it running in front of your targeted audience in probably about 20 minutes, which is usually the amount of time that it takes to get your ads approved. Um, as long as you have a budget, you know, you can have your information being pre- presented to your visitors within a matter of a half an hour. Um, I don't think that there's really any other way that you can do that with any other copy that you're going to create aside from a paid listing. Just do me one favor. Um, you know, when you are creating these, I see this, this is probably one of the biggest mistakes that individuals make is they create their ads and they're running these ads and they're sending them directly to a homepage as opposed to a land page that you create with, you know, your offer, whatever it is that you've, whatever you've got the ad set up for, um, send them to, to that landing page, you know, in order to try to get those folks to convert and, you know, eventually get into your, your funnel. Yeah, that's, that's one thing there. And so you made mention of getting uh, 20 minutes up and running. And so what you're talking about there with the landing page, that'd be a little bit of extra time on the front end, but yeah, a little but bit of extra get time. The campaign going on the platform that you want. Yes. Um, there, there is, I mean, it's immediate to um, nearly immediate, uh, but it's very controllable traffic as well. And you, you did make mention it, this one does require, a budget you need to spend some sure. money and what your budget is is uh you know figure it out give the campaign a chance to work and measure yeah. it and visit it often though because there's some fine tuning that'll go into this but you could find some some diamonds in the rough as far as keywords that are oh yeah low low costs that do deliver visitors and conversions and and once you find that uh ride that wave as long as you possibly can right. because you know, the, the, whether it's on Google AdWords or if it's on you know, Facebook or or any other paid platform, uh, so there's only a matter of time before the competition continues to increase. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's going to uh, drive costs up. But uh, yeah, if you can find a sweet spot where your marketing acquisition cost is is awesome and you're able to generate those leads, AdWords or or paid search. Uh, is a great option for driving website traffic. Next on the list, we have one of my favorites, which is interview influencers or thought leaders, thought leaders. in your industry. And so unless you're already at the top of the mountain, looking down on everyone else, there are likely others in your industry that are more known, more recognized, uh, you seek, or uh, maybe you are a an unknown. They are an unknown mentor to you. Mm-hmm. You follow them and learn from them. Um, getting them on the phone, sitting down for a cup of coffee, uh, getting them on a podcast recording, meeting them at a conference, videotaping, whatever it might be. Reach out to them and see if they would be interested in allowing you to interview them and where this comes in great is you're now taking someone who is known who was searched for on the search engines likely right and you are having a one-on-one conversation that you are going to position on your website through a blog post Mm -hmm. or on your youtube channel which in turn you'd put that video on your your website uh but you're having content, unique content being created by this industry influencer 
mm-hmm. uh, positioned by you, which makes you look great and let them do the talking, ask, prepare great questions, let them do the talking. Uh, it doesn't have to be a, a two hour segment. It could just be a five minute clip that right. you ask them the two of the most burning questions your customers have and that they would be able to answer with a, right. a complete attention from the, everyone well, see, else, right? They're, they're likely going to probably share that information out with their audience as well, too. Oh, that's, that's the, that's, that's the hidden gem here. Yeah. yeah. No, they got, they have an audience that's much larger than yours, likely. Sure. And uh, what you just said is spot on. That's the bonus in all this is getting them, you know, they may not, but likely yeah. if they're, Hey, I was featured. Everyone likes to, to, to be flattered or, or, Likes sure. to promote their, especially an influencer or a thought leader. They're they're going to take advantage of that uh, mm-hmm. piece of content and promote it out. And you're going to receive the the added value of uh, viewership from their audience, which is which is awesome. Yeah. Number five is guest blogging. Um, you know, just take the time to to do some research and you know see what you know. Go and see what's showing up on the search engines currently and, you know, take a look and see, okay, you know, we've got, you know, X, Y, and Z topics that nobody's talking about. Maybe, you know, reach out to that that individual and see, you know, if there's potential for you to go on there and write about, you know, whatever that copy is that they could be missing on their site. Sure. Yeah, no, it's a great tactic. It's a it's very close to kind of uh, similar to the. the- interview correct yeah. but what you're doing now is your content's being positioned on their website and you know people scratch their head when you say this like guest blog on somebody else's website okay why am i going to create content on somebody else's website well you get your name out in front of a huge audience again we're leveraging uh exposure or trying to gain exposure yeah. to their audience right and also typically you get to link back to your site where that, that can be comes helpful, in right? handy yeah, backlinks are something that are uh, helpful in uh, search engine optimization. They're highly coveted, and if it's coming from uh, an industry influencer, it's probably going to carry a little bit of extra weight than right. if uh, you got a backlink from your Aunt Edna's knitting blog, right? <laughs> so, hey, Aunt Edna, she might have a huge list. You never know. <laughs> she, she could There's have a lot of knitters uh, out there. I'm not dogging any knitters either. Knitting's hard. (laughs) But at any rate, guest blogging. Uh, It always helps when you go into a guest blogging uh, situation where you're trying to pitch someone the uh, idea of being a guest blogger Mm. on their platform. I have a couple pieces of copy ready to go. Um, Probably your most visited blog posts. Just a a little bit of a brag sheet and and put it out there. Uh, that, That gives them an idea what you can do and what type of content you're going to produce before they say yes. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So, um, how about on-page optimization? Let's make sure that, um, you know, this is something that I think that people overlook a little bit, but just having the, you know, the topics and the keywords and everything that you're trying to focus on positioned in your title tags and making sure that you're using, images on those pages and alt tags and, you know, your copy and content is all focused around, you know, whatever those terms are that you're trying to uh, optimize for. Yeah. On-page optimization is 
low-hanging fruit as far as seo goes so going through if you can't do it yourself talk to your web developer and and do a check down but each page should have unique uh page we have a checklist for that that we could probably publish in the notes uh we will include that checklist uh, on page optimization yeah uh that way you can uh double or double check what uh needs to be done or go over that list of to do's with your web developer and uh, make sure you're not missing anything there but yeah it's if you properly let the search engines know specifically what your pages are about that's really just going to help you with indexing and showing up which is going to drive more traffic the better positioning you can get in search engines is a no-brainer and where traffic can come from so super low-hanging fruit easy to do check out the checklist Ah, remarkable piece of content. We talked a little bit about remarkable content and the advantages of creating remarkable content. Take some time and come up with something that is going to be valuable for your users, right? Yes. Uh, For those that didn't listen, episode number seven covers remarkable content and to... Uh, some great depth and also even goes how to even create research and create a piece of remarkable content. So check that episode out if uh, you want more detail, but yeah, if you create a remarkable piece of content and promote it, your customer base or people that find you, uh, they find value in that they're going to share that and link to it, which Mm. shares and links lead to traffic. You're going to get more search engine visibility from the links. You'll get visits by people clicking on those links, uh, being shared on different social media platforms uh, will obviously put you in front of more eyeballs. Uh, So the fact that the content you're creating is remarkable uh, makes it uh, better than anything else out there. there. Correct. So uh, go out of your way, spend some time uh, making that content. You got it. You got it. All right. This is a big one that I think that everyone, not everyone, but majority of people that we talk to, um, they miss. Email your database. You have a database that you built and you worked so hard to get all these people into it. And then it just sits there and nobody does anything with it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, just uh, there's just so many ways that you can get in front of people by you know i mean you want to you want to create um additional traffic to your site just get in front of your customers i mean whether it's a new offer or um a new blog post just anything that um that you have this new piece of content that you can put out in front of those folks anytime that you do that your traffic's going to spike and i think that this is a big one that um quite a few people miss out on um, they've got you know thousands of people that are sitting there in this list that are just waiting to be talked to. Um, how often do you see that, Ken? A lot in e- emails, email marketing, emails out to your your CRM or your database is is by far my most favorite thing, right? Because yep. we're not fishing for those are people that, that already know you. They already know you. They already <laughs> they already want your information. You're just not giving out to them, right? <laughs> Well, yeah, we're we're stating all this under the uh, 
assumption that you that... have a clean list too. By Correct. the way, yes, I'm not a purchase <laughs> list, right? All right. So let's get sorry. that out of the sorry, way. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. It's it's important. Purchase lists work a little bit different than than opted in lists or lists of your your previous customers or those that you've interacted with. But yes, these are individuals you've already had some type of of interaction. You built some yep. type of rapport and. They likely want to hear from you, and if they don't, they'll unsubscribe, right? But uh, <laughs> no, this is that low-hanging fruit. So every time you put out a piece of content, every time you post a blog, publish a put blog, it or give it to your people. <laughs> exactly. Now, you know, obviously, if you're uh, publishing daily, then batch those into maybe a yeah. weekly or bi-weekly. Yeah. But what we're trying to state here, though, is leverage those those individuals that you've already yeah had an encounter with that you've likely impressed or satisfied through uh, your business interactions. So um, that's an email one. database, leverage it, leverage big, it, leverage big, it. Big, big, big one. Um, number eight, or was that number eight? Number nine, um, just participate in conversations. kind of goes back to the same, you know, um, same thing we talked about with interviewing influencers in your industry is just, you know, make sure that, you know, you're, you're communicating with people about what you do. And, and, um, you know, I see this a lot with, um, you know, on forums and stuff along those lines where, you know, you've got individuals that are, are asking questions about specific things that maybe you guys do and participate in those conversations, get involved and provide feedback. And, you know, you are now the industry, you know, expert and, um, that's going to drive additional traffic back to your site. Absolutely. In, in, in your participation of these forums, be helpful. Don't, don't yeah, always it can't be, be all salesy, you know, but Correct. right. A hundred percent. You do. You can sell though, but there's this, this cloud or credibility that you need to establish a little bit before you can be uh, begin to pitch, right? And yeah. so we have one particular client who is very active on one of uh, his industry forums, and it's amazing. He will speak nothing but great things about the benefits yep. he's received to his business by his simple act, his simple activity of of just answering questions and being helpful. He's, right. he's been recognized as uh, on the forum. People are like, Oh, that's great. You know, that I, mm-hmm. I remember you from answering that question. It, yeah. and it passively drives traffic to the website. He's looked at as an industry leader. He's now yeah. a speaker at a lot of conferences because yeah. uh, people recognize and see this, but 90% that- of his conversations are helpful though. He's not promoting the business. Yes, and that makes a difference. It's it's he's truly doing it because he enjoys helping others, and indirectly he receives. Yeah, I don't think that he. I, honestly, I don't think that he spends probably more than you know a couple two three hours a week doing that. Yeah, nominal. You get into the it. It, it becomes part of your routine. You're mm-hmm. gonna go in there, log in, see what questions are being asked, yep. which ones you feel questions. And- exactly. But it's it's I, the conversations you know to participate in it's it'd be kind of similar to if you were at a barbecue and there was a group of people in a circle and talking about your industry yep and you walked up would you not say anything or would you pipe and obviously you're gonna pipe you're gonna in because you in. know likely yeah. more than they do about what you do and so same type of thing people are on these yeah. forums blog posts their comments are being 
made on each blog post, mm-hmm. you know, comment on blog posts, even if it's a suggestion or an answer to the question, maybe you can uh, note a, a praise for the, the author and, and yeah. just participate, be, be present and make some noise. Uh, good noise. Make some noise. Good make noise. Some noise. Yep. Cool. All right. Another one that I see often missed is share everything that you create on social media. Um, God, I mean, there's, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, LinkedIn, you know, the list goes on yes. and on and on and on and on and on. Obviously, you know, every, you know, your target audience is going to be different on, on different social media platforms, but you're going to be able to, to go in there and say, okay, you know, these are the platforms that I want to be active on. Just share your content. You worked so hard to put this together and all these platforms are all just different avenues to get people back to your website. So take advantage exactly. of that and and share your copy. Yeah, leverage leverage everything that you can. Get it out there. It it uh, you have eyeballs waiting to see, and people are searching, looking for things on those mm-hmm. platforms as well. So it's not only going to be in front of the eyeballs that you already have uh, in your your audience, but also potential new ones. Yeah. Yes, sir. Our video is huge, and it's going to just get bigger and bigger and bigger in 2017. Um, what are your thoughts on shooting video, Ken? I video is it, you. You huge. just nailed it. It's getting huge. I mean, it is gaining steam. It's not going away. You look at some of these social media platforms like Facebook with Facebook Live and mm. Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter. These all these platforms are are positioned for video, and yeah. we're going to see more and more video. I mean, my Facebook feed's riddled with videos upon videos, uh, more so than just regular photos. And this makes sense because as consumers, we'd rather consume a video it's easier than we would a photo and reading. It's our time. Yeah. I mean, you can watch look at a, a two four minute, minute video, video, right? <laughs> two minute, four minute video. And consume so much more than you're going to have to read, you know, three, four pages of information. Ah, I'd rather watch the video, right? Yes. The only complaint I ever hear from anyone about videos versus text is the, the people that like to scan. I can't scan a video. No, you can't. Sure. But you can consume a lot more. A lot of times the videos are not visually a necessity for it to be watched. So I'll click on a video and just listen to the thing while I'm doing other work yeah. and listen just to the audio. Right. So <clears> if it's someone that's speaking at a conference, you know, a Ted talk, right. I don't need to see the person on stage with the microphone. I'll throw the Ted talk on and yeah. let the, the audio play in my headphones while I'm jamming on some emails or whatever it might be. But the video itself is getting bigger and bigger in video. Shooting video has never been easier. Every, well, I say everyone, but we all likely have a smartphone yeah. within three feet of ourselves right now. Everyone and has a video camera in front of them. Exactly. You have a video it's camera on that. You, you don't need a $1,500 camera with a tripod and lighting and a yeah. microphone boom and a no. sound engineer to do this. It, it, was that nice? Yes. Will that produce better video? Absolutely. But the thing is, is it's the message. there's no need for it's the message it's it's just getting it out there so shoot video and screw it up 
and do it again. And screw it <laughs> just up. do it again and just, just do, do it. it again. Yes. And get it out there. Talk about same things you would in your blog post. Take your last blog post and do a video on and it. talk about it on a video. Yeah. Simple. You already Say, have the content you know, there right. created, spelled out. Go for that it. on YouTube. Exactly. Awesome. We need to shoot more video. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you are right. We do. We do. We're pretty- we Preachier. need to shoot more video. We're going to shoot more Hey, that's going to be... The, all right, so that's a resolution for us. We're shooting some more video this year. Can we call it an experiment? Can we call it an experiment Let's call it an experiment. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Perfect. All right. Number 12 is host a webinar. If you haven't hosted a webinar yet, that's a great way to get in front of a handful of people. And, you know, you can be driving those individuals back to your website. You can be sending them to the videos that you just created. Um, There's all kinds of opportunity for webinars, right? Oh, for sure. And platforms to host webinars are tons, simple, easy to use. Um, So you're going to have some promotion, getting people gathered for your online event. And you'll likely have a slideshow or some type of presentation that takes them through some type of educational item. Maybe it's showcasing how you did X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And all those participants, likely you'll gather their email addresses, which allows you to communicate with them further. But as you mentioned, Justin, for the purpose of driving traffic to your website, you're getting your brand in your, you yourself out in front of them and through the webinar itself, have some some added value, some content uh, pieces that you can position via yeah. links in the slide deck that you send to them after it's over uh, with some follow-up items that uh, they would retrieve from your website. And then, obviously, once they're on your website, they likely can be uh, look around and see what else that you do. But in the same right. sense, you'll also have that email address, which can provide follow-up messages to them all with links back to your website. So uh, you're, you're, you're gaining their interests through the event topic, the education, the giveaway, the freebie of uh, teaching them how to do something. And then in return, you're getting the email address and uh, giving them some links to your website, which is our goal. Number one goal when it comes to that, right? Absolutely. All right. Um, Number 13 Hang out with your buddy on Wednesday and create a podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we did it. Do it. So can you. We did it. That's right. Do it. Do what we did. Start a podcast. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. We have a blast doing this. Um, and it's really easy just to hit the record button and, and just talk. And start talking. <laughs> I mean, Justin and I, we are far from the. Uh, the professional top level podcasting that you're, you're going to get from some of the more polished uh, venues. But uh, we like that because uh, I don't know, it's this is different. the way we are. So right. if, if you're listening to this and you haven't ran away yet, you got this far in the podcast, likely you don't <laughs> hate us, which is good. I love it. But uh, yeah, it's so easy to, to hit the record button and just start talking about what you do. And, yeah. and the barrier barriers of entry are minimal. There's some equipment costs, not a lot. Uh, there's some, there's, there's actually lots of platforms, software platforms out there that make the actual recording and editing pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just provides, like video, it provides your just another customers, channel. just another channel to consume your content. So yeah. take the blog post 
that you just wrote that you just shot a video on and also talk about in a podcast. <clears throat> right. Because different people like to consume content in different formats. I listen to a ridiculous amount of podcasts and now I'm starting to listen to history podcasts. So I don't know where <laughs> I'm headed, but uh, it used to just be business related items. And now I'm listening to stories and history stuff. And there's this one on the Genghis Khan that I'm looking forward to listening to. Why? I don't know, but it's better than listening like to the same. Songs it, right? <laughs> exactly. There you go. But in the podcast, you're going to have a set of show notes, much like we do where it'll contain valuable links or links to things that are referenced during the podcast. And that drives yeah. traffic back to your website. So awesome um, stuff. Well, that's 13 items. I think that we could probably come up with a list of uh, another 50 relatively sure. easily. But that's a great um, start for 2017, right? Yeah, that's an awesome start. You know, I think that uh, hopefully you guys, uh, you know, took a little bit away from that today. Um, you know, we're going to put the show notes up for our on page optimization white paper. And um, what else do we got, Ken? Anything? No, nothing. All right. No, we no, don't no, have no, anything else. So, <laughs> all right, guys. Um, we just went over 13 items that will drive traffic, additional traffic to your website in 2017. Hopefully, you guys all get a little bit of takeaway from each one of those items. Um, until next time, this is Justin and Ken with Neon Noise. You can check out the show notes for today's episode at www.neongoldfish.com forward slash podcast. Make it a great day. We'll see you next time. <laughs>